Good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. On today's show, the price of soybeans is wavering after tariffs between the U.S. and China took effect on Friday. Agri-News is brought to you by McDougal Auctioneers Ag Division. Choose McDougal Auctioneers for guaranteed results online at mcdougalauction.com. Filling in for Jim Smully this month, this is Ryan McNally. Multi-billion dollar U.S. and Chinese tariffs went into effect last Friday. Surprisingly, soybean prices rose sharply on Friday, but this morning, most of those gains evaporated. With more on that and other issues is Adam Putkalo, a commodities future advisor with PI Financial in Winnipeg. Soybeans were actually up quite significantly, over 30 cents on Friday, So, which I think really the markets did get a little bit too low, and traders got out of some positions, and we saw a bit of a rally there. Now, today here, we are giving up quite a bit of those gains here with the November soybeans down about 23 cents here mid-morning. And what we could see is just maybe some sideways type of trading. The extended weather forecast, 6 to 10 day and 8 to 14 day models, have shifted to a hot and wet pattern in kind of the eastern corn belt in the states and a cooler wet forecast for the western corn belt. So kind of more normal weather is seen as a bearish force, but the market did put in that key reversal low on Friday, and we will see what the markets do now going forward this week. At this point, though, U.S. crops are still looking pretty good? Yes, they are looking very good. The crop progress reports that come out weekly here are still showing that both corn and beans are off to very good start, which, again, is another bearish force for the markets here. Traders will be watching that on a, on a weekly basis to see how the crop progresses over the next few weeks because it is in a, a crucial growing period right now. The U.S. Department of Agriculture also releasing a crop production report later this week. Are we going to learn a little bit more about uh, the wheat story in that report? There seems on the fundamental side to be enough really weather-related production issues to help support the market short-term. And again, on Friday, there was a bullish technical development, and parts of Europe and the Black Sea region are still struggling with poor weather. For the July supply-demand update on Thursday, traders are still seeing that kind of world-ending stocks could uh, increase a little bit, which, again, is bearish. Domestically, are we going to be seeing anything on the financial markets uh, of interest? On Wednesday, actually, there is a Bank of Canada interest rate announcement. Now, the expectation is for them to increase rates. We have seen the Canadian dollar increase in the last little while here. We're sitting around 76.5 cents on the September futures. An increase in interest rates is a positive indication for the Canadian dollar to go higher. They'll only raise rates if the economy is doing well. Now, if they don't, for some reason, there is a surprise, then that's when we could see the Canadian dollar decline back down close to that 75-cent level again. Adam Putkalo is a Commodity Futures Advisor with PI Financial. More information is also available at prairiecommodities.com. PI Financial is a member of the Canadian Investor Protection Fund. The Nature Conservancy of Canada has purchased land in the Coppell Valley for con- conservation purposes. The 335-acre lot near Craven cost 930 grand and was about 80% funded by the provincial and federal governments. Spokesperson Jennifer McKillop says 
It's traditional pasture land and they intend to keep it that way. It's important to know that while this property will be conserved into the future, grazing is a part of, of how we manage most of our properties in Saskatchewan. McKillop says grazing is part of how they manage most of their Saskatchewan properties, and this one's no different. Because the native prairie evolved to respond to grazing by bison originally, we need to replicate that in some way. And so we do lease out the majority of our properties to local ranchers and run cows on them. McKillop says that helps to keep the grass in a healthy state. Jennifer McKillop is a spokesperson for the Nature Conservancy of Canada. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Day today is brought to you by Degelman Industries. Look to Degelman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered, tough equipment on the market. And the Remax Blue Chip Realty Egg team of Marcel DeCorby and Graham Toth online at landforsalesask.ca. Farm stress and mental health were discussed at a forum during Canada's Farm Progress Show last month in Regina. One of the speakers was psychologist Dr. George Sabongwi, or better known as Dr. George. Dr. Sabongwi talked about a number of topics, starting with identifying the signs of burnout. Physically, you know, you're getting tired all the time. You, you wake up tired, and the first thought that goes through your mind is, when can I get back to bed? Uh, another red light would be kind of like these vague aches and pains throughout your body because stress takes a real toll on your body. So when people's scales start to tip over and there's too many demands and not enough resources, physically, the first indicators are, you know, your body is taking a hit, your immune system is taking a hit, you're feeling 10 years older than you actually are. The mental red lights would be things like, you know, it's much harder to get things done, your concentration isn't so good, you're easily distractible, small decisions start to feel overwhelming, you start to procrastinate and want to do everything later. Those would be the mental red lights. And then the emotional ones, it's okay, you know, more irritable and cranky and antisocial. That's, that's kind of yellow, but when it gets red, that's when a little voice in your head starts saying things to you like, why bother? Why do I even bother doing this? No matter what I do, it's never going to get any better. An even more dangerous red light is that little voice in your head that says, maybe I'm just a burden for my friends and family. They might be better off without me. That's definitely a red light. So what I try to say is, okay, so when these lights come on, that's the indicator that you need to refuel. And the rule of thumb is the moments that you want to do these things the least is probably the, the times that you need to do it the most. What sort of things do you do to refill that energy bucket so it, it doesn't get too depleted? Well, unfortunately, most of what we do is we, we wait until it's too late. So the first thing I would recommend is having some kind of daily practice where every day you ask yourself, did I eat properly? Did I sleep properly? Did I have a chance to take care of my physical health? Uh, the second thing is mentally. Am I actually feeding myself thoughts of positivity and, and the hope? Or am I really giving into thoughts of despair and you know, churning these horror movies in my mind where I'm constantly going to feel overwhelmed? So the quality of what we put in our bodies are going to have a, a positive impact on our health. But the quality of what we're putting into our minds in terms of our thoughts and the quality of the emotions that we're focusing on are going to have a direct impact on our mental and emotional health. So trying to feed yourself a steady diet of positive thinking, a steady diet of positive emotions, these things are kind of boring, but it really is part of a, a good self-care program to make sure that we're, we're still resilient. Is it difficult for farmers or any small business person to be able to divide, you know, their parts of their lives in, in, into the personal well-being away from the business rather than having it all sort of intertwined in one big ball? We really have three 
big pillars in our lives that nourish us the most. And one is work, two is love, and three is play. So in my work, I really have to feel that what I'm doing makes a difference, that what I'm doing isn't just for nothing. So reminding myself why I'm doing something seems that I'm contributing something bigger than myself. That would really help shore up that pillar where I'm feeling fulfilled in, in the work part of my life. But if work is going bad, at least you have the two other pillars where you're creating a lot of love and connection and intimacy and, and mutual support with your friends, family, and community. And if that's not going well because you're, you're working on the farm and right now it's, it's the really busy season so you don't have time to have a social life, well, at least you have to create some time to play and savor, celebrate life. And remember that, you know, despite everything, we're still living great times. We're living in a great country. I'm taking time to savor life and, and reminding myself that, hey, that there's something bigger than me and um, creating moments and celebrating moments of life is really important. So work, love, and play are our three big pillars. The big danger is when all three of them start getting shaken up at the same time. I'm not happy with my contribution. I'm not, I don't feel people don't appreciate what I do. I'm isolating myself from friends and family and farmers suffer from this enormously. Um, one, just because of the geographic constraints of farming, but also it's part of the culture. I don't like to reach out and tell people that I'm not doing well. So the love bucket starts to, to get emptied and then taking time to play and have fun. And I think this is where spouses are very good because spouses are very good at reminding farmers, Hey, I know it's busy, but the kids are growing up too fast and it's summer vacation. And no matter what, we're going to take a week this summer and just create some beautiful memories with the Dr. George Sabongwe is a psychologist based in Montreal. We'll have more on what the agriculture community is doing on tomorrow's program. The market update is brought to you by Scott Bjornson of Hollis Wealth. Call 1-800-284-9999 for more information or to call a free consultation with the office of Scott Bjornson Hollis Wealth. Scotia Capital Inc. is a member of the Canadian Investor Protection Fund and the Investment Industry Regulatory Organization of Canada. And brought to you by Flamin Sales in Saskatoon, Southie, Prince Albert, Yorkton, and Swan River. Visit Flamin.com. Here are the latest Viterra grain prices. Durham unchanged at 254.59. Feed barley unchanged at 172.63. Canola down 310 to 481.54. Flax unchanged at 482.42. Oats down $1.54 to 153.19. Yellow peas unchanged at 221.54. Feed wheat unchanged at 189.58. Number one red spring wheat down 542 to 223.13. The Livestock Quotes are brought to you by Assiniboia and Weyburn Livestock Auctions. Call Assiniboia at 642-4180 or Weyburn at 842-4574. Heartland Livestock Market Report. Donnie Peacock reporting from the Swift Curve Yards on location on the American border sorting some German cattle. Morning. Cow market last week was uh, very busy, we would call it. There was about 500 cattle in the Tuesday sale. Good, solid, smooth cows, 88 to 94. Uh, some of the lighter carcass cows that uh, were not of an age were a type to feed in that 70 to 75 cent range. Uh, certainly, two-year-old heifers really active. They were higher in that 130 to 140 range. Uh, the slaughter bulls top at a buck and a quarter. The average of dollar 14 straight through, and all the slaughter bulls we had in the sale uh, throughout the week. Actually, some really good news in the cattle industry in the. 
Great Plains and southern U.S. Fat cattle climbed two dollars at the end of the week, two to four dollars actually. Uh, when you're in the heat of the summer season, in the heart of the uh, biggest inventory they say they've had around for many, many years, boy, that really bodes well. The meat is selling. Uh, certainly, we're seeing the feeder market reacting and stronger as well. That's the way it is in cattle country. Heartland Swift Current. Now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. This is the Hams Market Commentary for Monday, July 9th. Hams sold 5,500 hogs Friday, selling in a range of 187 to 190 per CKG. Today's sales are expected to be around 7,300 heads, selling in a range of 186 to 188 per CKG. 100 index dressed weight hog prices for the week ending Friday, July 6th are Maple Leaf, Sig 5, 190.45, Hams Cash, 188.93, Thunder Creek Bricko, 194.83, and High Life, 190.95 per CKG. Hams cash hog price today is lower and forward contract prices opened lower this morning. On Friday, the Canadian dollar was up with the daily exchange rate at 1.3105. In the past two weeks, cash values have declined approximately 10% as packer margins dipped into negative territory and resulted in more disciplined buying from U.S. plants. Lean hog futures opened near steady but quickly trended lower in early morning trade, pressured by the fundamentals of a larger supply combined with larger tariffs being applied by both Mexico and China. The market is also reflecting the latest trade data which shows the United States showed no growth in pork exported for the month of May compared to a year previous. The main factor contributing to the poor performance was trade with China which was down close to 50% from year ago levels. Farm weather is next on Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. The official 620 CKRM farm weather forecast is brought to you by Raymore, Yorkton and Watrous, New Holland, working hard to keep more jingle in your jeans. And brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina, specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan. Call Harry Shepherd at 3052-1866. Heat warnings are still in effect for parts of Saskatchewan, including Regina, Moose Jaw, Melfort, Prince Albert and Weyburn areas. Check 620CKRM.com for more details. A mix of sun and cloud for later this afternoon, the 30% chance of showers, risk of a thunderstorm, the high 32, low 17. Tomorrow, sunshine with increasing cloudiness late in the afternoon, the high 32, the humid X40, the low 17. Wednesday, mix of sun and cloud, the high 25, low 14. Thursday, sunshine, the high 28, low 15. Friday, sunshine, the high 32, the low 16. Saturday, sunshine, the high 26, the low 12. Then Sunday, sunshine, the high of 22. Normals for this time of year, normally it's high of 25, the low 11. Sun rose this morning at 458. The sun will set tonight at 910. The provincial hotspot this hour is Val Marie at 30 degrees. The cold spot is Jimmy Lake at 17. Around the province this hour, Estevan partly cloudy and 26. Prince Albert mostly cloudy and 23. Saskatoon mostly cloudy and 27. Swift Current, Sunshine and 26, Weyburn, Partly Cloudy and 27, Yorkton, Hayes and 22. In Moose Jaw, mainly sunny and with a southeast wind at 30, gusting to 41, it's 26. In Regina, Partly Cloudy, wind east-southeast at 24, gusting to 37, it's 26. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture for today. I'm Ryan McNally.